Today on CityCast Salt Lake, welcome to your week's end. Lead producer Emily Means is here to help me round up the news of the week in Small Lake City. It's Friday, August 25th, 2022. I'm Ali Vallarta, and this is CityCast Salt Lake. Emily Means, happy Friday. Happy Friday, Ali Vallarta. Happy Loan Forgiveness Week, a historic moment. To all who celebrate. Do you celebrate? I actually don't. I was really lucky to be able to pay off my loans um, just a couple years after I graduated. I had Pell Grants. I was incredibly lucky to have Pell Grants, and so I only had to take out a small student loan. Um, So yeah, but I'm really excited for all of my friends, most of them, who have crippling student loan debt. Yeah. I think it's interesting you say you're excited for your friends because like some of the discourse that we're seeing online is people that have paid their loans off. Not a lot, but a vocal minority being like, I don't like this because I had to pay my loans off. And so of course, Emily means it's refreshing to hear you say what's good for the goose is good for the gander. (laughs) Shucks. Well, how are you feeling? Feeling pretty solid about this decision? No. Well, I wish it was more. I have about $45,000 in loan debt. I'm happy to be transparent here. Um, And so this $10,000 forgiveness is basically going to pay my capitalized interest. So like, I'll take it. It kind of takes me back to square one. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily forgive like the core of any of my loans. But um, I was, I did see someone reporting that the $10,000 forgiveness will not be taxed. It will not be considered taxable income because of a provision in a bill and a, the house that Jack bill, like, you know, but um, so that was, that was good news. And I feel like good info, but we, you know, we don't talk federal politics here, but it's like, this is one of those decisions that trickles into so much of our lives. And as right. millennials and zillennials, of course, we can't not mention that. It's big. And we, we actually want to hear from the people about this. Um, we're, we're trying to round up some reactions to this because, like Ali said, like surely people who are listening have been impacted by student loan debt and will be impacted by this uh, decision from President Biden. So tell us how you feel, how you're feeling, and what are you going to do with the 10K that's not going towards student loans? Yeah. You can tweet at us at CityCast. We're on Instagram at CityCast Salt Lake. We're now on TikTok at CityCast Salt Lake. Thank you, Ivana Martinez, our new producer, for getting us on TikTok. Um, And then, of course, you can call and leave a good old-fashioned voicemail, 801-203-0137. What are you going to do with this $10,000? Does it, like, fill a hole? Does it – is it meaningful to you? Are you going to buy a car? Sky's Can you find the a limit, I guess. Yeah, actually, I don't know if, if cars cost less than $10,000 these days. But Ugh. in this economy, this is the appropriate place to use that phrase, I think. Yeah. All right, let's move into some news. We've got three stories this week. They're all Salt Lake City stories, which is kind of exciting. Um, there's a lot going on around the state. Quick shout out to our friends in Moab who are dealing with extreme flooding. We love you and your beautiful city. And in our newsletter... Um, yesterday there was a roundup of ways to support um, businesses and people in Moab that are recovering from the monsoon. But um, big news in Salt Lake City this week, the park ranger program kicked off. 
Yeah, let me tell you about this, Allie. So Please. we've got park rangers at Fairmont Park, Liberty Liberty, Liberty <laughs> Park, Pioneer Park, and around the Jordan River. Um, and they'll be there every day from 10 to 8 p.m., 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. And Mayor Aaron Mendenhall says this has been a long time coming and more people are using parks than ever before. So this is really geared around safety. But Ali, I will tell you when I first reported on this, when I back in my reporting days um, <laughs> last year when Mayor Mendenhall made this announcement, there was some skepticism of this program and concerns that it would really be geared toward policing homelessness mm -hmm. because those parks I just mentioned, um, those are areas where a lot of unsheltered people are camping. So mm -hmm. um, some criticism around that, I guess we won't really know until we see how this program is rolled out. But um, essentially, the park ranger program is intended to lessen the city's reliance on law enforcement and first responders when it comes to issues in the parks. So, um, yeah, I guess say hi to your friendly neighborhood park ranger. Ask them about the squirrel you see in uh, Liberty Park. Like, uh, does that squirrel always live in that tree? I don't know. What do you talk to park rangers about, Allie? I feel like I'm going to be like, do you think you're a cop? <laughs> Because I would Great be curious question. what people that are enlisting in this program think, because I know like it's really being pitched as this is about education. This isn't about policing. This isn't about like monitoring people's behavior, et cetera, et cetera. But I also feel like often in any kind of enforcement, that is the party line. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I'll just be curious to see how it goes. Like if they're really out there being like, hey, that flower, that's a Sego lily. Isn't that cool? That's one That's one thing. Like I'm into that. But um, I think it's also just a – it's a it's a presence mm -hmm. from an institution, and so um, I'm really interested in what this group of people like looks like and feels like about this job. So I'll be excited to sort of hear from more of them and see how this kicks off. Right. Um, I guess maybe not excited, curious. And I guess I'll just mention that the concern about policing homelessness isn't unfounded. Mm -mm. Camping is against city ordinance. So, you know, if it's up to the park rangers to enforce ordinances that apply to the parks, that includes the camping ban. So, yeah, um, yeah. good point. We'll, we'll kind of see how this goes. Yeah. Speaking of curiosity, I so I made some calls this week to various city offices because I wanted to prepare a rundown for everyone listening of what's up with some of the like major construction situations in the city right now and when we should expect them to be done. Because whether you're driving around, biking around, walking around, like turn any direction and you're hitting construction in this it's city. It's a mess. And there are a couple that for me in particular just feel like, God, we've been at this for a long time. Um, and that might not even be that we have been. It's just that they're like a particular nuisance. So here's what I've got for you in terms of when we should expect construction to be done on some of these big projects. Ready? Give us some news we can use. Second. So here I'll start with like kind of the bad news. Second, East and Third South, like the Ken Sanders region. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Former Tabernacle location. Former Tabernacle. Man, what a time. Former Tabernacle location. 
I called the city. I was like, what is the deal? They said, we got nothing for you. That's a private project. We don't even have intel on a timeline. Woof. I know. Bad news. Yeah, which I hate to start with bad news, but I do think it's important because like as we think about development in this city and how it's growing, like that's going to happen more and more. There's going to be more and more like a private company has mowed down this street corner and we just have to deal with whatever they're doing. So that sucks. But let's move over to Third West because that feels like in the beginning when that was torn up, everyone who has ever been to Costco was so mad about it. But then as we started to see it slowly get like finished in some sections and like the plans come together, like that bike lane is cool as hell. Like it's actually going to be such a nice upgrade, I think. Um, So that whole stretch of Third West that's like a mess. They're currently wrapping up the west side of the project, then they're moving over to the east side. So that to say, like, they're kind of halfway. They expect to be done. They're going kind of like eight blocks at a time. So the first eight blocks will be done by the end of this year. And then the second eight blocks will be done in early next year. So we are looking at early 2023 before that is done. So it's going to be <laughs> that timeline, Allie. I, know. I was like, I really thought it was light at the end of the tunnel. But there's I a know. lot of a lot of days left in this year, you know. I know. I know. <laughs> I will say, like, I'm not here to uh, lie to you and tell you that some of these deadlines aren't far out, but I think expectation setting helps. Like the next time I'm sitting on Third West trying to go to Costco, for hours, no, I'm gonna be like, well, early 2023. So let me just stop being mad about this. In the meantime, um, you just gotta figure out a different way to the Third West liquor store. You know, you gotta figure out a different way to that um, that party store. So. Central 9th, I've got two more. Central 9th, which is important to me because there are a lot of businesses there that I love. Right. Um, Basically all of them. (laughs) Um, And the south side of that project will be done by the end of this year. The north side will begin next year. We're probably not going to see like this Dunzo Dunzo until spring of next year to the middle of next year. Wow. Yeah, it's it's all right. We can do it. That's Central Ninth area with the businesses. And then it also stretches like all the way down Ninth South to Second East. Yeah. So but again, we're getting bike lanes. We're getting they're doing some weird walkway things in Central Ninth that I'm still trying to figure out that kind of like start and stop at some places. But but I trust the process. Just to just to interject real quick. um, This is because they're extending the nine line trail. Mm -hmm. Right. And so. All of these projects, I mean, it's it's going to make it better in the long run. It's just right. it takes a long time to get there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the final update, this is some good news. State Street and South Temple, they have been replacing a 100-year-old water line there. Um, and for anyone who's, like, coming into downtown from North Salt Lake, if you're, like, trying to get up to the Capitol, you want to go to Memory Grove, like, it's been a real nightmare um they're gonna be done by the end of this month Woo! we are at the finish line um end of this month cruiser on track everything's moving salt lake city utilities has a whole website if you like want minute by minute updates which is just statestreetwaterline.com so that's something to root for but these projects they're gonna take a long time and the reality is like before they're done there'll be new ones (laughs) Allie, this has been 
a really helpful segment. Um, thanks so much for for bringing this traffic and construction news to us. I guess right. I, the the last thing I want to say about this is that is that deep sigh one yeah two um, these construction projects mostly seem necessary but just mm-hmm. because they're necessary doesn't mean they don't have huge impacts and I'm always thinking about as I'm walking around the city I'm often a pedestrian that's how I get a get around it's incredibly difficult to get places mm-hmm. and if it's difficult for me I can only imagine how difficult it is for other folks who um, might use like mobility aids or who might be older or even children so I would really like to see from the city and maybe these private construction companies, these private developers, um, ways to make it safer to get around construction projects. Totally. That's what I got to say. Totally. And sometimes they build those little like ramp, rampy boys, like like State Street has yeah. one of those ramps, you know, where you kind of walk around. It's a very New York City vibe. Like it's a real city vibe to go through a construction ramp. Um but yeah, I mean, I was the other day just on Main Street and 4th South, and there's a big project that's going up there. And uh, the sign was basically like, get in the street. <laughs> it's like, okay, do I have to? Do I really have to get in this busy and terrifying street? Yeah. Which and is you funny. do. There's no other way around it. Right. Which is kind of funny because that particular project and that particular sign is right next to Main Street where like open streets start. So you're like, ah, a tale of two cities. <laughs> Okay, speaking of downtown, let's talk about how apparently it's bouncing back. I hate saying post-pandemic because I'm like, I don't know. I'm I'm like, twice this week I tried to get a second booster and they were like, no, (laughs) ma'am. Right. So I'm not fully post-pandemic, but um, Salt Lake's downtown is is making a comeback. It's making a comeback. Um, We saw a story from the Salt Lake Tribune that showed mobile phone data Shows mm, that <laughs> visitation has jumped 155% of pre-pandemic levels. Um, yes, creepy because they're tracking the pings. They're <laughs> they're following us around. Um, but apparently this is due to the ongoing population growth within the city. So, But I have to wonder, does it also have to do with the fact that Utah was never very closed for business for hmm. during the pandemic. I, and again, like this timeline is iffy to me because pre-pandemic versus post-pandemic, to me, we're it's the, all the pandemic all the time. That is that is our life. Yeah. One of the things that this story pointed out that I thought was really funny is it feels like surprising, which is that one of the things that they think has impacted this whatever bounce back is the kind of sectors that work in downtown Salt Lake. So it's like you look at other big city downtowns. It's a lot of finance. It's a lot of like it's like maybe some tech. It's it's officey people, right? It's like mm. white collar officey people. And so in the pandemic, all those people went and worked from home and they're like still working from home, right? Like we're all still so many of us are still working from home, but not all of us. And in Salt Lake City downtown, speaking of construction, we have a strong presence of like construction jobs, hospitality jobs, like manufacturing, like people that are still going into the workplace. And so that's kept downtown a buzz. Um, And so those people are like going to Three Pines for a coffee Mm. or they're getting a sandwich or they're getting a beer after work or whatever. Um, 
And I think that's so funny because like famously when you think of downtown Salt Lake, I think it's quiet. Like whenever yeah. I have friends in town, they're always like, man, you could hear a pin drop down here. <laughs> so. Well, you know, here we are bouncing back. All right. Um, knock, knock. Who's there? Housekeeping. Oh, <laughs> I love this joke. <laughs> Do you like that one? Yeah. Uh, before we get out of here, because we should get out of here, because it's the last weekend in August. There are hikes to hike. There's There are beers to drink. There are people to high five. Um, we have a couple housekeeping notes to wrap this week up. First, our friends, CityCast Boise, our cousins, our neighbors, whatever you might call them, yeah. they're hiring a host. So if you have a friend who moved to Boise, who's like really fun and it's weird for me to describe <laughs> what the host has to be. Um, but if you have a friend who moved to Boise or you're from Boise, you've got Boise people, encourage them to host CityCast Boise. Uh, the deadline to apply is September 12th, and we have put the link to that job description and the application in our show notes. So please pass it around. I know that there are a lot of Boise transplants here. I went to school with a lot of them. So, mm. you know, if your mom is hanging out in a Boise suburb and she's charismatic, she's curious, she's plugged into what's happening in the community, encourage her to apply. Yeah, I love that. Okay. What other housekeeping? Next housekeeping item. Um, so we've been doing this super fun series, The Best, uh, where we have the best something or other on a Wednesday. Uh, this next Wednesday, we're talking about the best thrifting in Salt Lake City. So um, if you know the best DI <laughs> in the Valley... <laughs> Stop I want to know. I want to know what it is. I want to know what it is. Um, or we also want to hear about the best thing you've ever thrifted, like your the treasure hunt to end all treasure hunts for you. So uh, you can give us a call at 801-203-0137. Leave us a voicemail. You can also email us. Uh, text us. Text us, and apparently it's just in time for the Savers Thrifty Awards. Hell yeah, mama. I <laughs> I got on Instagram, and I was like, look at us. We mind-melded with Savers, which wow. some of you might think is the best thrifting. I got to tell you, the people in the Savers comments do not. They think it's oh. too expensive. Wow. But the Savers like Thrifty Awards are happening, and I really love these because basically like, I'm not going to stump for Savers because they're like, a giant kind of corporation, but they like ask people to submit their best thrift find from oh a savers God. and yeah. then they pick a winner and that person gets a huge gift card and whatever. But um, if you're going to submit a savers thrifty, send it to us too. And if uh, yeah, you don't get featured know. there, you might get featured here. So yeah, I want to see the you. really weird piece of art that you found at a savers and you can't hang it up on your wall because it's too weird, but you just keep it in your closet to remind yeah. you. <laughs> Or you sold it at Christie's for $6 million because it turns out it's a Manet. <laughs> All right, Allie, last piece of housekeeping. Last piece of housekeeping. Friends, I'm going on a vacation. So I will be gone for two weeks. I uh, am leaving on a red eye tonight and uh, taking a vacation, which if you're listening to this and you like never use your vacation time, I'm here to tell you, take a vacation. Go on vacation. Everything's going to be fine. Everyone you work with is brilliant and fabulous, and everything's going to be great. Um, so take that vacation. I'm headed out of town, which means, Emily, you're going to be hosting CityCast Salt Lake, which Here is going to be 
amazing. I hope they let me back in when I return. <laughs> oh, um, we, we surely I'll be will. We'll roll on out the, the red carpet for you, baby. No, it's gonna need. be great. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. It's just uh, Monday morning. Well, okay, I'm gonna give a little preview. We already recorded Monday's show. It's Ooh. so great, and. You are hosting for the next two weeks, and that's basically the news. You and Ivana and Terina um, are going to be steering the ship, which you do anyway, so nothing really changes. It's <laughs> just you know a what? different voice. Ali, we're really going to miss you, but we know that your vacation is well-deserved. You put you. in the time, and it's time to it's time to play now, right? Thank it's you. time to play. It's time to let go, and when you come back, um, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Emily, have a fantastic weekend, and I'll see you and every, all of you in two weeks. Buon viaggio. <laughs> <laughs> I got I to gotta use my two years of college Italian somehow, okay? <laughs> my my 115-day Duolingo streak, I got to use it somehow. <laughs> nailed it. You thank really you. nailed it. Oh, yeah, thank grazie. You. Ciao. Grazie. Yeah, ciao. <laughs> That's all for us today here on CityCast Salt Lake. Our lead producer is Emily Means, and our producer is Ivana Martinez. Our newsletter editor is Therina Ria, and our host is me, Ali Vallarta. Music is by Mitochondria. The team will be back Monday morning with more from around the city. I will talk to you in a few weeks. Have a great weekend. Bye. Hey, I know it's first thing in the morning, but I'm just going to throw some numbers at you. Like uh, we're on the back of a Dr. Bronner's bottle and uh, we'll see how it goes, friend.